What is up, team? Mm, not a good one tonight. 95 to 75. Kansas beats St. John's in what ends up being almost a laugher. You know, pretty much you could call it a laugher. And uh, tonight, you know, there's not much to be cheerful for, to be happy about. I don't blame guys for being upset because St. John's gets oh so many chances on a national stage to really prove themselves. Tonight was one of those nights where they had a chance. And again, like they have seemingly all too often, not just a Mike Anderson thing. I'm not pointing this to a reoccurring issue with him, just a St. John's thing overall. Come out not prepared, fall behind, and then just play catch up and eventually don't get over that hump. Seen it all too often. And again, we saw it tonight. But uh, I feel like tonight St. John's lost the game twice. Two particular moments. One moment, I'm going to blame the staff, Coach Anderson. The other moment, I'm going to blame the players. All right, to start the game, St. John just was not ready. The players came out lethargic. Um, most importantly, they didn't make shots, okay? And basketball, college basketball, professional, any level, it's all about making shots. And St. John's did not make their shots early. First possession of the game for us, we passed the ball to, uh, to Soriano in the post. We tried to establish a presence inside, which I thought was a good idea. He kicks it out to Steph Smith for a good look at a three. He misses that three. All right. Same thing a few possessions later. Champ gets a good look at a three. He misses it. On the other end, Kansas, Abaji, and um, Remy Martin each hit a three early. Their first three attempts. Kansas is successful converting an alley-oop attempt. We're unsuccessful converting an alley-oop attempt. Kansas finishes an and one. We don't finish an and one. Kansas makes plays in the paint. We fumble opportunities in the paint. Okay? So while I think we could have been more pre prepared in getting better looks on the offensive end, we got some good looks we just didn't convert. And because of that, and because of a multitude of other things, including not rebounding and turning the ball over, we find ourselves in an early hole. Soriano gets two quick fouls. We're down 10-2 before you know it. And from that point on, we're playing catch-up the rest of the first half. We get it to 36 to or 30 to 26, a four-point game. Before you know it, it's back up to 10. It's 13 points at the half. In that first half, okay, we were two for 10 from three. We gave up nine offensive rebounds, and we had 12 turnovers. All right, that's just a recipe for disaster. And you're playing the number eight team in the country, who in all honesty is probably better than the eight team in the country. I don't think there's seven teams better than Kansas. Okay? So you're not doing yourself any favors. Champ leading it going in the first half. Uh, Wusud and Posh both played well in the first half. But still, you spot Kansas 13 points after 20 minutes, and it's going to be a big hill to climb. We had opportunities when we cut it to four. To get in that end of the first half within a uh, real striking distance, we didn't capitalize on that. 13 points, huge hill to climb. Now, that hill, we started to climb once second half started. We were making shots. Champagny was hitting threes. But we were trading baskets for the first five minutes of the second half, kind of wasting that opportunity away. Make a shot, give up the basket. Get a stop, give up an offensive rebound. Okay, and we couldn't really climb up. As, as fast as I thought we were uh, deserved, deserving to with the offensive output we got early in the second half. Now, to the second time where we lost the game. And everyone's talking about it, okay? And rightfully so this time. I've defended Coach Anderson and his subs before. But with uh, 10.35 left, 
in the second half. St. John's down 64 to 61. We fight back to make it a three-point game. Julian Champagny is red hot, as hot as possible. He's making threes. He just got to the line, made two free throws. Coach Anderson pulls him at 10.35, all right? Now you can try to say he's trying to give him a quick breather. There was just immediate timeout at 11.55, all right? Just over a minute ago, gameplay. There was stoppages in between those times, all right? You're going to have another immediate timeout at the very latest under eight, uh, under eight minutes. We call the timeout before then because this substitution didn't work, all right? It was that poorly where we had to call a timeout before the next media timeout. All right, immediately, Kansas scored five points following that substitution when Champ was pulled. Obiaji, their best player, scored five points when our best player went to the bench. I believe it ended up being a 10-0 run. From that point forward, the game was just out of reach. All right, and, and Champ did come back in, I believe, at nine-something left. So almost less than two minutes later in the game, Champ's back in. We're down uh, eight points now, and... Uh, we lost all our rhythm. He lost the rhythm. You got to ride him till the end of the game. I don't care. Okay. He's a young kid. There's plenty of timeouts. There's plenty of stoppages. There was just a timeout less than two minutes ago. You got to ride your best player to the end of the game right there. Okay. The kid was hot. He was heating up NBA jam style. He was on fire NBA jam style. All right. We pulled him. And not only do you lose him on the offensive end, he's one of our best rebounders. Okay, you bring in Wheeler and Soriano for him and NY. We give up a quick three. We give up an offensive rebound. We're just out of sync, all right? Our whole front court got exchanged. So I am putting a huge, huge part of the blame right there on Coach Anderson's substitution for that for that part. And I'm not one to generally get on the substitutions, all right? I, I like the fact that he's got trust in his bench. I like the fact that he works in, in guys throughout the game, and I think it pays dividends to, towards the end of the season, and it probably will. But Champagny was so hot, and there was no need in terms of rest there. Okay, I, I just didn't see it. Wusu started the second half. I thought we were going to see him start the game after last the NJIT game. Same thing happened. He had a heck of a game. Um, it's a blown opportunity, guys. We're 0-2 against the two teams we really had a chance to showcase ourselves. We're going to have to make sure we don't slip up this rest of this out-of-conference slate, which is fully possible. We turn around and play Fordham on Sunday, only one day in between, and we're going to be hurting tomorrow. Posh looked banged up. Um, some things to, to talk about. All right, so our big three, and I'm counting Wusu as part of our big three. I'm the president of the Wusu fan club. Tonight he played great. I know he's got his flaws. Tonight he was awesome. So him, Champagny, and Posh are three returners. They combined for 56 points. They were 17 at 29 from the field, 10 rebounds, 7 assists, okay? The transfers we had coming in, they combined for 15 points on 5 for 21 from the field, 8 turnovers, 9 rebounds, 4 assists, all right? 56 points from our returning three guys, 15 from our transfers coming in. That's just not going to get it done, all right? And even me, a guy who was trying to push back against the hype of these transfers coming in and was still super excited and, and still am super excited for all these guys. I'm not by any means writing them off. All right. But no matter where you thought they'd fit, whether you were super excited or you're, you know, erring on the side of caution, you're expecting more than 15 points. All right. They got to come and produce more than that. All right. And tonight they did not. Soriano was two quick fouls, hurt us. He had zero rebounds in the game in 10 minutes. 
All right. I think the zero rebounds is definitely troublesome, but when he's in there, uh, we stand more of a chance controlling the paint. All right. I thought he played good to start the second half. We were able to whittle the score down to, I think, five or seven before he, his first sub. And then uh, he came back in on that uh, ch champ sub. And from there on, the game was, you know, slipping away. But um, he, he offers us a presence. He's got to be guarded in the paint. He could pass out the perimeter. Um, he had that score early in the game, and then he had a couple uh, not-so-pretty attempts. But the big body is something I want to see more of as opposed to Wheeler trying to play the five. Uh, Stanley did have a couple baskets late, not while the game was close. I'd rather see him try to play the five. Anyway, NY had, you know, nothing of significance um, he's just not big enough to guard a guy like McCormick, uh, for long stretches. Um, but I'm not willing to give up on him. Um, but those guys got to step up. They got to champ needs help on the inside. And, uh, these teams in the big East are going to have front lines that they're going to feed and they're going to bang and they're going to look to score. And we're going to have to compete on a night out basis. Uh, looking on the box score, Soriano, two points. No rebounds, one for four from the field. Champagny, 24 points, eight rebounds. He was seven for 13 from the field, six and nine from three. Uh, I think he had 20 points in the second half. Um, the first half, you know, I've mentioned it before, we just didn't look to get him going in the first half. We're not really making it a priority to feed him. And I said I wanted to make it a priority to feed Soriano, which I think, which I think will lead to helping Champ get open. But Soriano was out for the last 15 minutes of the first half, and there was no concerted effort to run Champ off some screens or to use him in pick and roll or the dribble handoff options. Um, the second half, even when he was hitting shots, it was pretty much him isolation on the wing, catching and shooting over his defender. They weren't wide open shots. They were, a lot of the cases, if he misses those shots, we're saying we can get better looks. All right, but he's that good of a player where we allow him to do that, and he was able to shoot us back into a game. But we need to come up with a game plan in order to get him good looks. Have him running off screens, having him be a screener. I mean, I'm I'm making it sound way more simple than it is, but you see how guys are, how teams focus on getting their best players' looks, and I don't think we're doing that. So that's something that's really got to change. Posh, good first half, really good overall game. He had 16 points, three assists, three turnovers. He was six and nine from the field, three for five from the free throw line. Um, he wasn't our issue out there tonight. He did look a little banged up at times. Um, Mathis, not his best performance. He was due to come back down to earth a little bit from the field, right? He's not the creator on offense um, that Wusu and Posh and Smith are. Uh, he's got to be set up more. Uh, defensively, you know, you see the numbers that Obaji and uh, Brown put up. So, you know, he might have been better than some of the other guys, but still... Kansas was getting their looks. He finished with seven points and four rebounds, two for six from the field. He did have four turnovers. Smith, only three points, one for four from the field, two rebounds, two assists. Uh, NY, zero points, two rebounds. Stanley, four points, two rebounds. Wheeler, three points, three rebounds. He was one for five from the field, 0 for three from three, So, and one for five from the line. All right, so one for five from the field, one for five from the line. Three, three attempts. That's probably three too many from Wheeler, in my opinion. Um, Pinzone wasn't effective in his limited minutes, but working his way back. And then Wusu, uh, before I get to Wusu, Coburn 
zero points, two assists, three turnovers. Hasn't looked great since the beginning of the season. Doesn't look really comfortable unless he's shooting an open shot. Um, he is an athlete when he's not, uh, you know, handling the ball. He's good at. He's a good vertical athlete, trying to block shots, trying to get rebounds. But he doesn't slide his feet as well on defense as the other guards do. Uh, him and Smith both, I think, are behind Mathis, um, Wusu, and Posh. But Wusu. 16 points, four assists, two steals, one turnover. He did foul out. He was six of seven from the free throw line, two for five from three, four for seven from the field. I love this kid. Put me on the presidential campaign for his fan club. Okay, he does a little bit of everything. Got to the rim, was in pick and roll situations. Had another pass uh, assist robbed off a great pass ahead to Posh, who Posh passed behind to Champ to finish it off. Uh, but he makes a bunch of winning plays. I think it's an obvious move to slide him into the front uh, to the starting lineup. Him, Posh, um, and Champagny are going to be our three leaders the rest of the way. So I felt going into the season. That's how I feel now. All right. I am not ready to give up on this team whatsoever. All right. I think those three guys are going to be rock solid the rest of the way in the season. I think the transfers as a group will get better. They'll get more comfortable. There's some potential there there's some good pieces there i'm still a big fan of soriano i think um as he gets more comfortable as he gets in better shape as we get more accustomed playing with a big he'll be a big piece all right i understand he's not a dominant force i understand he's gonna have some nights where he doesn't score doesn't rebound okay but if we don't have him in there we're working so hard to get stops we can't keep up that that um pace of play for whole games we'll tire ourselves out working that hard on defense trying to press and then fighting so hard to get rebounds um, sometimes multiple possessions down the court all right you need a big guy in there who if he's not getting rebounds he's at least taking up space and allowing other guys to grab boards so Soriano I think him being able to play 20 plus minutes 20 plus minutes a game in the Big East our season as an NCAA tournament team hinges on that um Smith has got to get comfortable. I think I, I'd like to see him off the bench as being the, you know, the, the offensive captain of the bench unit. All right. Coming in for Posh, spelling him for minutes, sometimes playing alongside of him. Um, you know, him, Coburn, offensive spark off the bench. Mathis, uh, hopefully tonight, you know, can show him, you know, what it's, what the difference is between him, be, him being in control and him being out of control. And tonight he was, a little bit more towards the out of, out of control, all right? Um, and he's been so great up until this point. I'm willing to give him a pass tonight. I'm not worried about it so much, but don't make a habit out of, you know, looking to do too much on the offensive end. I think if they find our, ourselves, then, you know, I still feel confident this team can be top three in the Big East um, and contend, you know, on a night-out basis. But we can't continue to dig ourselves holes in the beginning of these games. And these last three games prior to the Kansas game, I gave ourselves a slide, you know, a, a pass and said winning was the most important thing. Let's prove it against Kansas. Well, we couldn't prove it against Kansas. Now these next games up until the Big East start, we got to win it and we got to prove it. All right. We got to come out and play. So we're prepared. We also have to win. All right. Can't have any slip-ups or else the season really is in jeopardy before the Big East play even starts. But, people, I appreciate you listening, even after a tough loss. All right, St. John's fans, we got to stick together. All right, we can't fold on a team after one tough loss against a Kansas team who is a Final Four contender. 
All right. And I lost a lot of money tonight betting on St. John's to cover. So I'm down. Okay. But I'm still here and I'm still cheering this team on and I'm still optimistic. All right. We played poorly and we were still down three points, 10 minutes left to go in the second half with a lot of things that were going against us. All right. So thank you for tuning into the Red Storm Rapid Reaction Podcast. I'm Pat Kane for Anthony Mason Jr. Shout out. Uh, this has been the Red Storm Rapid Reaction Podcast. Peace.